Welcome to um, Honest Money. I'm really, uh, I'm, I guess I'm getting tired of, of lockdown like all of us, but, but one of the highlights of, of my week is always being able to, to speak to really interesting people on the, on the Honest Money podcast, and I'm really thrilled to have uh, Frugal Local uh, on with us today. Um, and, and I must say, I'm, I'm going to ask people to tell, ask you to tell people a bit about yourself now, but, but the one thing I wanted to say is, uh, is, the, is the coffee there? Uh, indeed, indeed. I have my coffee, so um, I'm quite excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Um, so, so um, you know, to kick it off, um, would, would you like to t- t- tell the people a little, a little bit about yourself and uh, and how you got into this? Okay, so um, I've been reading up a little bit about, like, you know, personal finances and uh, things for quite a bit. Um, I've been in property for a couple of years, probably um, close to 15 years now. Um, I've been, um, I think like my dad got me into property first. I mean, I've been reading up about it for a while, but then um, I basically came back from the UK. I was there for two years and I came back and my dad told me, you know, he started buying property and I was like, well, well why not? You know, let's see, you like, and let's start learning. Uh, got connected. Um, concerning Frugal Local, um, I think what happened there was, it was very much a, um, I tested it. I literally just created a, a Twitter account and I said, I'm going to write a blog post and uh, um, Stealthy actually commented and he was like, uh, what's your blog URL? And I didn't even have a blog URL. So, um, <laughs> and, and then Frugal Local's website was born just like that. And, uh, and, and, and what, what's the connection with coffee? So I, I think that there's, there's this joke. I'm a, I'm a software developer by day. Um, so, and there's this joke that they say um, that, um, if a software developer stops drinking coffee, a country in South America goes bankrupt. So, um, <laughs> okay. so, so, so there's this whole thing around, I think, um, with regards to, I, I really enjoy coffee. And I think that, um, you know, I, I read an article some time ago where, say, where it's all about not drinking the most expensive coffee or the, you know, the lattes and the cappuccinos when you can just do with a coffee. And, and the whole idea around that was you don't really need to have the most expensive coffee in the coffee shop. You don't need that. Um, you know, it's so much you can really, if you don't know, if you're not a coffee connoisseur, just have a normal coffee. You know, it's a little bit cheaper. You might save one rand here, two rand there, but you can spend that money a lot better. We're already getting into the financial education. So, um, so uh, d- d- tell us uh, what was money like when you were growing up? Okay. So um, I have to say like, this is, this is the interesting thing. And I, I was thinking about it for, for like uh, quite a while. Um, so my, my parents are very frugal, uh, in a sense that they don't overspend, like everybody was driving, you know, they were like having all the nicest bicycles and the nicest cars and everything. And we didn't. Um, and it's not that like, we didn't actually go and like spend things on things that wasn't important. Um, and I think that the turning point, and I actually want to, like, I'm sure you're probably going to ask this as well. is like, what happened? And I, I find that... <laughs> Like what happens is something happens in your life and then it changes you in a certain area of your life. Um, my dad lost his, his job when I was at high school. And from there on, because we had to work very well with our money, um, it basically, you know, became so uh, part of my life to make sure that, you know, you have to be frugal. You have to work well with your money. You have to make sure that in case something happens, in case you lose your job, in case something uh, could go wrong that you are actually going to be okay and uh, um, I think that's definitely like from high school onwards you know that that actually uh, stirred me to actually make sure that I 
you know, that I have to work well with my money as well. And so. I guess in a, in a post-lockdown world, uh, you know, l- like something scary that could happen is suddenly real for everybody. You know, it's not just uh, something that happens to the people next door or the people down the road. It, it now is a real concept for all of us that actually financial disaster is around the corner for anybody. Uh, uh, and, it, and it could be something that, that that's literally started as a, you know, as a virus in, in you know, thousands of kilometers away and it could, it, it could hit us like a tidal wave. So, so I guess it's, you know, as you say, everyone has an event uh, and, and it, you know, it doesn't really matter what the event is. It's, it's what you take from it and how you, how you prepare yourself for, for, for the future. No, absolutely. Um, I think the thing that people sometimes, people tend to forget that it's a problem. Um, And I I find it, and I've I've seen so many people, it's the same with retirement, you know, people go and they live their life and they have a wonderful life. And it's, you know, when they turn 65 and they they open a little treasure chest, you know, to find their little retirement annuity, um, which like they haven't actually catered for, they haven't planned for it. Um, and, and I really hope that, um, and I've been punting it so much that um, the time that we're in not right now is such a great time for um, preparing. I, I find that yeah. this is the time that we need to prepare, uh, whether it is getting out of debt because the interest rates are a bit lower, whether it's uh, paying off you know, your mortgage, whether it's getting that emergency fund in place, whether it's just something that you can do, do something. Um, and, and I believe, I really hope, and I've been punting it on my Twitter and on, you know, just from my perspective as well, that this is the time. We, should, we shouldn't wish it away. We should really optimize the time that we have now. Brilliant point, and I think just for for those that are that, that are listening, uh, you know, I, I should have said it at the start. Your your Twitter handle is Frugal Local. Um, I l- love the uh, I love it, and um, and I and I hope it it really takes off. So um, I wanted to ask you your view on financial freedom. I think that uh, it is something that's achievable, and I really think something that it's something that you can plan around. But I think what happens is that. Sometimes you get these people and they're like, oh my goodness, I am going to be free financially. I'm never going to have to work a day in my life. And that's where it stops. Um, I find it a bit problematic because it's not like you're going to, uh, you know, I heard this great quote that said, you know, before someone wakes up and find himself famous, he needs to wake up and find himself. And uh, um, <laughs> okay. what, I, what I mean with that is just, I believe that you need to have something after financial independence so you know the fire community is getting fired up you know in sa um but it's taken a bit of a, a beating now um i really believe that if you work well with your money if you invest not save just it's not about a savings account that you've got with your bank but if you actually invest and you learn about how to invest whether it's in business in property in stocks whatever it might be you can become financial independent I think the problem is just that, firstly, that people don't want to because they're just not motivated to. And the um, second thing is, is that people think it's a, it's a silver bullet and then I'm not going to have any issues. Um, and that, that's why I say I think that people need to say, well, this is where I'm at now and this is where I want to be. But when I uh, reach financial independence, I want to do X, Y and Z. And, uh, and and so so let's talk about the steps. Your 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 view of the steps to financial freedom. What what is it? What is the mechanics? When 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 someone says to you financial freedom, what is it? Uh, what would you tell them? It's um, so you know invest more than you uh, spend less than you earn, um, and invest the difference. Uh, I think that the. Okay. the um, I quite like, I'm busy with a couple of blog posts um, about, I call them money machines, and it's really just my asset classes, you know. Um, 
the thing is, I think, is it's knowledge. So you need to learn what you can, what you can invest in and what's the type of returns um, and the risk that's with that. So it's really something that if you have the amount of money that you need to retire, you know, you can retire, whether it's at 65, whether it's in five years time. Um, I do think that the main thing is, like I said, it's the thing that people don't want to live frugally. And I think frugal, you know, frugality as such is not, I, I can't despise it when people say it's economic. It's like being cheap. No, it's about spending money on the things that's important. And if you find a really good car important, that's great. You know, but it's got to be a trade-off. It's like when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So when you're spending money on things that's not important, you're actually saying no to early retirement. So it's a really big trade-off, I find, that, you know, you say you have to say, well, what is important in my life? Is it important to invest more money so that I can have a good life later? Or is it better to keep up with the Joneses and actually have more and show off to my friends right now? Which, which, if that's your choice, is cool. That's it's a decision. It's a con- it should just be a conscious decision, I guess, to say I'm I'm happy not to be financially independent if I want to, if I want to portray an air of success earlier than than uh, than I want to uh, I want to be at the point where I don't I don't need to work anymore. I guess uh, absolutely. So um, I think there's a, there's a couple of different types of fire. You know, fire stands for uh, financial independence, retiring early. Um, and, and I think the one is called lean fire and those people are sometimes scary. And I've read some terrible articles on that. You know, these people, they literally go and they, uh, they don't drink coffee at all. They drink water because, uh, it costs money. Um, I mean, they don't buy, uh, you know, they, they don't even bake their own bread. You know, it's just like eating the, the meal, you know, because they don't want to, and they'd actually do it at detriment of their health. I mean, they'll even sacrifice things like insurance, health insurance, uh, medical insurance, uh, and then they eat badly, you know, to just try and get retiring, uh, you know, retiring early. Um, you also get fat fire, which is uh, people, they still live, you know, a really decent way. Um, they don't spend too much money, but they make sure that they send, save quite a lot of money. They'd rather retire five years later, but still have an okay life and not feel like they actually missed out. So um, it, it really depends on, on what type of personality the persons have. Um, I think I'm halfway in between. Um, I think that I, I really do like my coffee and I feel that I work hard for my money. So I do want to spend it on things that I value, things like coffee. I really value coffee. Um, I really enjoy good coffee. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Starbucks gold member, you know, so that, that tells you. Um, I really, really do find like, you know, the things that I value, I spend money on, but I don't have a fancy car because I don't fancy a, you know, a great car, but I make sure that I save and that I invest and that I know that I'm going to be taken care of financially in the future. Okay, so, uh, so so a bit of a bit of time for for truth now. Uh, um, you know, it's called honest money. So so aside from uh, aside from coffee, what's your biggest financial weakness? Travel. Travel. Okay. Oh my goodness! Yes, uh, I've been to almost thirty countries, so I've, I've travelled wow. quite quite extensively. I've been in um, been in the states, been in Europe quite extensively. Um, I've been uh, in Southeast Asia. I've been uh, like quite a few places. Um, I try and um, like the last two two years or so, I've decided not to travel that much. Um, I think, um, but, but like I try, you know, when I travel, I still budget and I work very, very well with my travel, but, um, yes, I, I do enjoy like 
you know, not just living in an Airbnb, like I was living in somebody's living room, you know, in, in New York. Um, it was really cheap. Uh, it was a fraction of the price of other places, but um, it's definitely something, you know, that I spend a little bit more on than other people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, what would you say to someone, uh, you know, if, they, if they're looking at, uh, at at their own financial independence and, and, and starting this journey, what would be the, the, the thing that you would tell them uh, about starting their journey to their version of financial freedom? Okay. Okay. There's a couple of things. Uh, I, I've read quite a couple of books. Um, I enjoy, you know, well, it's audible, you know, like listening to audiobooks. Um, and I think the number one thing that I found in most of them is you need to know what your number is. You need to know how much you need to retire. That's the number one thing that you need. Um, it's a very simple calculation. Um, you know, if you look at uh, some of the people, uh, you know, they literally say, take your expenses times 12 times 25. Uh, it basically boils down to the 4% drawdown rule, uh, but that's about how much money you need. So if you know your number, that's the first thing. Then you know what you need to work for. Um, the second thing is just that you need a plan in place. So you need to know, I want to get from here to there. Um, what I prefer doing is, uh, I think paying off debt is really important, bad debt. So I'm, I'm happy to go on debt, you know, to, to take on debt, but somebody else needs to pay for it. And, and that's why I quite enjoy property because they're paying off my properties. I'm not paying for it. And if I have to pay too much in or I have to need to pay in for it, then it means it's not worth it for me. So, and then basically I'm saying once you're done with debt, you need an emergency fund because some things happen, life happens. And then from the emergency fund, you start investing. Um, and literally, uh, look, if I'm, I know a lot of people, they don't have the time, they don't have the resources. Um, you know, they just cannot like get to the point of understanding ETFs and other big words. Um, and, and with them, I suggest speak to somebody, you know, ask people on Twitter, ask your financial advisor or somebody that knows more about these things than you do um, and get a lot of information because the more information you have, the better decisions you can make then on investing and actually then being able to make more money. Um, I call them my money babies, you know, I put my money in there and they make more money babies and then those money babies make more money babies. And, and that's essentially what you want. You want um, these, you want these money babies to make more money babies. And once you reach that tipping point where you have the amount of money you need to retire, then you can retire. Fantastic. You know, I think, um, you know, just listening to you, uh, you know, I think we, we, we share a lot of co common points. We'll probably, we'll probably start to disagree about, uh, about some, some of the ways of getting to financial freedom, but I guess the, the principles we, you know, we, we, we share in common. Uh, and, and I think, you know, one of the, one of the points I'd always say to people in a situation like this is stop thinking about starting to become financially free, take the first step. You know, you know, at some point you've got to stop thinking and you've got to start doing uh, and, and, and finding excuses in an environment uh, where the world is so uncertain. There, there are millions of reasons to not become financially free. There are millions of reasons why you, why you can make the trade-offs. But, uh, but, but at the end of the day, we're going to get to a situation where the people that have stopped making excuse, excuses and just started doing it, they're the ones that are going to be financially free. And, and, and the rest of people are going to be sitting there still coming up with good excuses as to why they can't start. And I think, you know, if I listen to your steps, brilliant steps, and the, the biggest one I'd add to that is stop thinking and start doing, you know, and, and I think the, the education aspect that, that, that you're talking about is brilliant. But, uh, 
But at the same time, you know, it, it starts with maybe just spending a bit less than you earn every single day and get going. And uh, and as you say, prioritizing your, your expenses is important. It shouldn't be an accident that you spend money on for you, coffee and travel. Uh, and, and for me, it's definitely uh, travel, probably travel and wine, not so much travel and coffee. But uh, but, uh, but but for the rest, I think, you know, we, we share those, those views. And so, so just to wrap up there and, and to say, th- you know, thanks very much for, for being on, 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 on Honest Money with us. It was really great to have you. I'm, I'm really convinced we're going to have you on another episode very soon. Uh, and, and yeah, and, and, and thanks very much. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.